Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be back. It's been about, well, tomorrow will make three weeks when this goes up since I've had a new episode. But you guys haven't had one for the past two weeks because if you've been following me on Instagram at I Love This Pod, you will know that my laptop I've had for six ish years, it had a Windows update and apparently my laptop did not agree with that update because it just turned into a brick yeah like not even my fault not even anything that i did it was just a standard update and i don't know if it killed my laptop or if it just got it stuck in limbo i'm assuming it's just stuck in limbo but you know it was time for an upgrade anyway i didn't have very much important files on there anyway other than my stephen king episode of the podcast so that kind of sucks but We'll work on it. I have a friend who's really good at computers, and some someday he'll come over and take a look at it and see if he can't get that episode off there for me, and and I will get it to you guys. But yeah, nonetheless, we're back, and I'm excited to be back. This is this is so much fun, guys. I really love doing this, and I'm really glad that you guys enjoy listening to me just talk about these things. I've I've said it before, and you know I'm gonna keep saying it that I I just really can't believe you guys like it. You you guys are so awesome for just wanting to listen to me just talk at length about these things we all love. Maybe that's why, you know, you guys just like hearing somebody else talk about it. And it's kind of like you're talking with somebody about it, even though it's kind of one-sided. But that's what, you know, that's what social media is for. And that's what my email is for. You guys definitely need to, you know, send me any comments, any emails, and, you know, we'll talk about it. Let's, you know, let's do it. You guys know my Instagram at I love this pod. You should know the email. It's I love this pod at gmail.com. Send me anything you want and we'll talk about it. All right. So today's episode, we are reviewing the newest Stephen King novel, The Outsider. There was a lot of hype for this book, guys. So many of us were excited. A lot of you were let down by King's last book he did with his son, Owen, Sleeping Beauties. I thought it was good. It definitely wasn't the best. It was overlong and just, they had such a great story, but it seemed like they didn't know what to do with it. They kind of did the usual King trope and wrote themselves into a corner and didn't know how to get themselves out of it. But in the end, you know, it was just, it was just okay. I gave it four out of five stars because the story was so good and most of the characters are interesting, but Nonetheless, guys, we are here today to talk about The Outsider, and we will be talking major spoilers for this novel, as well as some spoilers for the Bill Hodges trilogy, Mr. Mercedes, Finders Keepers, End of Watch. So if you have read none of these books, you might want to tune out now and come back when you have read those books. And already, spoiler alert, I loved The Outsider, could not put it down I think I finished it in four days and it's almost 600 pages, which amounts to almost 200 pages a day, which for me is insane because I do maybe 50 to 70, depending on how enthralled I am in the book. And this one, I just day and night, guys, reading nonstop, could not put it down. I wrote a little mini review of it on Instagram, so you guys can go check that out. But if you want the long-form version, that is why you are here. 
So I'm going to tell you guys what the little description says of the novel on Amazon, just to kind of refresh your memory, even though the book is only a week and a half old. It says, An 11-year-old boy's violated corpse is found in a town park. Eyewitnesses and fingerprints point unmistakably to one of Flint City's most popular citizens. He is Terry Maitland, Little League coach, English teacher, husband, and father of two girls. Detective Ralph Anderson, whose son Maitland once coached, orders a quick and very public arrest. Maitland has an alibi, but Anderson and the district attorney soon add DNA evidence to go with the fingerprints and witnesses. Their case seems ironclad. As the investigation expands and horrifying answers begin to emerge, King's propulsive story kicks into high gear, generating strong tension and almost unbearable suspense. Terry Maitland seems like a nice guy, but is he wearing another face? When the answer comes, it will shock you as only Stephen King can. Now, that is a good description because it sets up the story perfectly. You know what to expect. Or do you? It gives you just enough to be interested in the story and be excited for it. And you actually don't know where it's going. I honestly thought this was going to, for the most part, adhere strictly to a detective crime novel because... King seems to be on a detective kick lately, obviously, as he did with the Bill Hodges trilogy, three books dedicated to a detective, with only the final book having supernatural elements. And this one doesn't have supernatural elements until roughly maybe the halfway mark-ish, maybe a little bit past that. And honestly, I think it could have stayed just strictly crime detective novel, and it would have been... I also think it would have been even better. Now, even though I did give this book a five-star rating, I do have a lot of gripes with the book, I guess you could say. Like, for one, who the outsider is. You're not giving any explanation as to who he is. All you know is he is some sort of supernatural entity that can mimic other people's appearances. And that, for the most part, is about all you know. That is it. That's all you ever learn. And maybe King wanted that to just add to the mysteriousness of the character. But it's like, you kind of have to give your audience a little bit more to go on than that. Give us something. Shed some light on this character as opposed to being totally in the dark and, no pun intended, you know, looking in from the outside. Like, like, come on, you have to you have to give us something about this character. Even though the character he is mimicking other characters himself is actually very creepy. Even though there's a scene towards the end when he veers on Brady Hartsfield territory, which means he almost is kind of acts like a bratty little kid in a way, you know, aside from from stamping his feet, he does throw a temper tantrum, as does Brady, and that I think it's really annoying, especially for a villain. Like you're not you're not scary, you're just an overgrown child, you know. But there is one very, very effective scene with the outsider when you don't even see him, all you see is his hand. He is standing in the shower when he meets the detective Ralph Anderson for the first time. And it's such a effective hair-raising scene probably one of the scariest scenes i've read from king recently i get i haven't read too many of his most recent books i think 
the oddest trilogy probably being the most recent other than sleeping beauties but it was it was such a great scene and i I saw that whole scene playing out just like a movie very very effectively executed probably my favorite scene in the whole book i was just eyes wide open that whole time so anyway moving on the book starts off with the, the detectives going to arrest terry maitland and in usual King style, he kind of drags it out, but in a good way because you're meeting all these new characters before Terry gets arrested. It's it's going back and forth between Terry at his baseball game with the kids to the detectives going to arrest him and all this tension is mounting. And it does this for 50, 60 pages-ish before he finally is arrested. But then there's the whole interrogation thing that goes on after that, which, you know, more questions keep arising, even though they have all this ironclad evidence that he is the one that raped and murdered this 11-year-old child. And guys, this book is dark. Even for Stephen King, it is dark. The descriptions of the things that happened to the little boy when he was raped and murdered are just wow man the the fact that you know king is now in his 70s and still is just can go there can go to those lengths with his descriptions is just insane oh man but yeah moving on after the whole investigation process i'm sorry interrogation process we eventually come to the arraignment and he is going in to plead not guilty because he's got all this evidence to support that he is guilty, but then there's video evidence of him being 70 miles away in another town, nowhere near the place or in the time that the murder happened. So, of course, he's going to go plead not guilty because it's looking like he did it, but it's also looking like he didn't do it. And he doesn't even make it to the arraignment. The... He is gunned down by, I believe it's the boy's brother. I'm totally drawing a blank right now. I believe it's his brother. And then that's it. You, you, you know, that's it for his character. He doesn't get to prove whether or not he was innocent. He doesn't, they don't get to prove whether or not he was guilty because he's already killed. And we're not even at the halfway mark of the book yet, which is just crazy to me that they did that. That King did that. And I, I I didn't even realize until actually right now that the title of the book actually has a double meaning to it. One, because the detectives in the novel have to go to an outsider to help them out. And spoiler alert, that outsider is Holly Gibney from the Bill Hodges trilogy. Now, Holly has learned a lot from Bill Hodges since the last time we've seen her. I believe this is set five years after End of Watch, something like that. And she has taken a lot from Bill, whom we are reminded constantly that she misses him so much, which it it is very nice to hear that, you know, she loved him so much and misses him so much. But I don't think we needed to hear it. Every time Holly has a thought in her head, it's always pertaining to something about her missing bill and okay you know we, we get the point point. and 
she has taken so much of his investigation skills to where she pretty much figures out everything on her own. And she learns that it was not Terry Maitland that murdered the child. It was an outsider. Somebody else that they've never thought of. And she says at one point when all of physical evidence and everything isn't pointing to the truth, it's time to look, think outside the box and maybe think something supernatural. She doesn't say supernatural, but that is what she's hinting at. And that's when they come to figure out that it is this possible supernatural entity that caused this murder. And later, future murders. Now, Holly is a big pop culture buff. So much so that she starts to draw comparisons between The Outsider and an old exploitation film she used to watch when she was younger that featured a Spanish folktale monster in the same vein as like El Cucuy and things like that, which the monster would kill children and rub their blood on him, on his stomach actually, and he would gain youthfulness and would, you know, stay young and continue to do this. And he said that's more or less what this outsider does. We eventually come to learn that the outsider is somewhat like a shapeshifter and can change himself into whoever he wants, but it takes time and a lot of energy. He can even project himself into places where he isn't, and that's how he gives himself away at one point. He projects himself into the home of Ralph Anderson, who kind of becomes his Renfield of sorts. And because he wasn't fully projecting, he kind of left um, like an excretion behind that Holly finds and discovers that that's, you know, that's what's giving him his power is he is how he's able to project himself and shapeshift. But it takes so much time and energy. That's why these two murders have happened so far apart, because he changed himself into uh, somebody else who was. Nowhere near, again, nowhere near where the murders had happened. Holly winds up eventually tracking the outsider to a town called Marysville, Texas. And she's aided by police officers Yoon Sablo and Lovey Ann Bolton. Who were both really good characters. It's And it was nice for uh, King to finally introduce to us a Spanish character, a predominant. Spanish character because he I you know he's never really done that before which you know good on him for you know finally including a character like that I'm sure it's not something he has purposely done in the past like oh I don't want to do a Spanish character it's just you know it's just how it happens but kudos to him for you know finally including a character like that they track down the outsider to a cave system and come across his lair I guess you can call it of sorts. And this is where it summed up all too well, a little too easily for me. They piss off the outsider by taunting him, you know, and he just acts like a Brady Hartsfield. He's like, but I had everything planned. It all went perfectly. You know, you can't tell me anything. And they 
just keep egging him on to the point where he gets so pissed off he starts charging at them to which holly brings out our old friend the happy slapper a tube sock filled with ball bearings and beats the shit out of him to where he dies like that's it over book over for the most part and it was kind of creepy because as she was beating him these little like red worms were falling out of him and you know they're trying to avoid it to not get possessed by them or taken over by them but it was just all over a little too easy all this build up and and everything for him to just be beaten to death like holly did to brady it, it just a little too little too simple for my taste i would have i would have liked something a little more grand but king has said in the past you know it's not about the ending it's about the journey and damn this was a journey i would really love to see another holly spinoff novel or even a holly spinoff series but king has more stories that we need first he has said when he was on tour with owen that we'll possibly be getting another dark tower story maybe the battle of jericho he said that he more or less confirmed it is happening but who knows but yeah i would really love to see more with more with holly Uh, especially if they're anywhere near as good as this book. And, you know, I'm sorry if this review wasn't quite as in-depth as you would have liked, guys, but I flew through this book so fast, I didn't even think to take notes for it for the podcast. I just, all I wanted to do was read it as fast as possible and get to the end. I tried my best to savor it and failed terribly, obviously, because I finished it in four days, which is insane for me. So guys, thank you so much for listening. It is so good to be back. And if you didn't see my announcement on Instagram, I will be having my very first interview on the podcast coming up soon. It is with the incomparable Keelan, don't call me Kaylin, Patrick Burke, author of the novel Ken, the short stories Blanky, Sour Candy, Jack and Jill, many others. If you guys have not read anything by him, go do it right now. It, stop, stop playing this. Go read something by him. We are planning to record that interview sometime next week, and I may not be able to wait to put it out the following Friday, so maybe you guys will get it not too long after it is recorded, depending on my work schedule and whatnot. But I want to get it to you guys as soon as possible because I'm so excited for it. Those of you that saw the Instagram post are very excited about it, which makes me so happy. I'm glad I chose a great first person to interview. I'm really nervous because I've never interviewed anybody for anything before. But it's going to be fun. Nonetheless, it's it's going to be so much fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And I already have my second interview lined up, but more to come on that later. Let's get this first one out of the way first because it's going to be so much fun. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You know where to go to do the things at I love this pod on Instagram. I love this pod at gmail.com. Send me all your comments, suggestions, whatever. Let's keep this going, guys. You're so awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out. (laughs) 